What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Boys for Life podcast, episode 23. 23, 23, 23. Wow. The GOAT, Michael Jordan. The GOAT. The GOAT, the one and only Michael Jordan. We're here. And you had just mentioned the hoodie. And if, for those that, when you see this episode, this just happened on Didn't nowhere. even realize it until you, literally you just <laughs> said that. Jeffrey's wearing a my, uh, a Jordan hoodie. With just a big Jordan logo just on it. big just Jordan. black, the black goat hoodie. With, yes, exactly. It's wow. amazing. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Episode no. 23. Crazy that we're here. God works in mysterious ways, bro. We're he here. He does. And, and we we're talked here. about that in the last one, but let's just keep chugging along. That last episode, episode 22, might have been one of my favorites that we did. I it had was. goosebumps when we oh finished. Oh, my gosh. The energy there, too. Mm-hmm. It's like we both feel a little bit tired. He just got done with a workout. I was a little bit tired coming in, had a really long day, yeah. stressing, sending an email before I came over, and... We just got after it. The when, energy just when, went when through the roof. Other. There was something about that, man. It, what just, it felt oh. It just felt good. It felt great. It felt I kinda great, wanted. Man. I kind of wanted to start this one off with yeah. with something that I saw yesterday, which which Ooh. honestly gives me chills. Yeah. Let me grab my phone. So yeah. I'm, I'm talking to one of my friends that I had met down in Arkansas. Okay. So I lived in Arkansas from 2019 to 2021 for the people that are listening that maybe didn't know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I moved down there um, just after you know finishing up with school or whatever, and I kind of wanted to move down there for like a fresh restart. Um, and obviously I'd moved down. There was somebody that we won't name. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But we had a, a mutual friend and a mentor who was a director at Walmart, and he was telling us about you know that area down there in northwest Arkansas where, yeah. where actually a lot of people don't realize Walmart, Tyson, and J.B. Hunt are all headquartered. Crazy, isn't it? It's crazy, about, right? Lot of job, Arkansas. Lot, exactly. Yeah. In Northwest Arkansas, there's a lot of job opportunities. And he was telling us flourishing market of business, great, you know, area for like young, ambitious, like hungry guys to come down, or even girls, but just people to come down and kind of make their footprint and get into the corporate market, right? So moved down there in 2019, but that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. I had made this friend, shout out. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna bleep that, but it is what it is. <laughs> shout out uh, <laughs> just shout out. <laughs> Um, one of my friends that I was hanging out with down there and, and we were talking yesterday on Snapchat and just kind of reconnecting. And mm-hmm. I was like scrolling up and just looking at the conversation. And I found this um, thing that I saved on December 9th of 2019. Ooh. So it's approaching four years. Wow. And I, I was talking to her. Mm-hmm. I really want to start a podcast. It's going to be a podcast about life, talking about life experiences, overcoming adversity and struggles relatability inspiration and motivation it's going to have guests on as well for all different areas no way that's almost four years ago bro <laughs> oh my god and here we are on episode 23 wow on a podcast literally talking about exactly what it is yeah. that i said in that message literally almost four years ago to the day wow i read that wow. yesterday and i was like wow Holy And I cow. sent her a video because I took a screenshot yeah. of it. And of course, like Snapchat notifies you of the screenshots. And I sent her a video and I'm like, I had to screenshot this and I sent her the photo. And I said, literally almost four years ago, look at what I said to you. Look at what we're doing. And then I was like, look at the show now. Like, Holy cow. And more people are listening. People are really starting to connect and vibe with us, dude. That's deep. I think that we're on the right journey. Wow. Yeah. This is the first time hearing about this. I tried to get it out of Jeffrey. Yeah, before and, I, and I said no. I said recorded. no. I want to save it because I yeah. want to get your real live reaction. That's real. Yeah, that is really, really real. December 9th of twenty nineteen. Holy cow! And it is. It is what today is the third. The third. So in six days, it'll be the four years on when I said that. Wow, that's crazy. There's bro. a reason why. Wow. Okay. Holy cow. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't wow. it? I'm just. I'm just soaking this all in. Literally right now. verbatim. That's what it said. Wow. And it's like now, whenever, whenever anybody asks, like. Mm. Oh, like what's your podcast about? It's literally that. 
Boom. Talking about life, overcoming adversity, relationships, struggles, yeah. mental health, yeah. fitness, you name it. Everything. What every single person that's going that's listening to this podcast, what they're going through. Yeah. It's relatable and it's authentic. And it it's kind of you know who Sam Sulek is, right? Uh I think so. He's like the, the big the big dude um with like the long hair. He's twenty one, big bodybuilder. If I show you a yes, photo, you've yes, seen him. Yeah, I know. Literally looks yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. forty from all the steroids. Yes. Yeah. But I was actually just watching a video on Instagram before I came over here where uh another like fitness influencer, Joseph Rakic. I think he's okay. from like fucking New Zealand or something, but he was talking about Sam Sulik and, and why he's so popular. And it's because he just uploads basically raw, barely edited videos, no music, no clickbait, no flashy titles or anything, mm-hmm. no crazy transitions. And it's just him. He lifts and he talks. That's it. That's Doesn't snip any of the boring stuff, keeps it all in there. And it's just, it's authentic and it's raw. And that's what we're doing on this podcast mm-hmm. is it's me and you talking about our daily life and our struggles uh-huh. and and things that are that we're really going through. Um, I was talking with one of our biggest fans, yeah. you know, that I was on the lives. Yeah. Um, and she's, you know, been going through a ton of stuff in her life. And she finally got around to listening to the race episode. Yeah. And she fucking sent me a video. I hope I'm not exposing her, but she was like fucking crying and shit, yeah. dude, because yeah. she was going through stuff in her life. Mm-hmm. And she related to that episode and, and a lot of the trials and the tribulations that we talked about in that episode. And it's just like she was telling us, just keep doing it. And here we are. And here we are, episode here. 23. Wow. Wow. I mean, it, it feels great. It does feel really good. You know, and, and we could probably just jump right into. Let's jump right kind into. Kind of, kind of a good segue right here. Just, you know, we were talking, you know, I think a big topic of discussion, too, that isn't. I think it, it's it's more known in the mental health space now, mm-hmm. and it's taken a lot more seriously. And, you know, but I don't feel like there's enough conversations about anxiety and what anxiety really is anxiety anxiety right and it's we, we all feel it we all experience different Everybody levels does. of it right and this is something that i see every day with my job and just even my own struggles with anxiety we all have it to some extent and i i do i do believe that it is um i i don't know like the exact statistic but it is one of the i think more um, challenging mental health topics that people have to deal with on a yeah. day-to-day basis, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it's sure it's talked about, it's this, it's that, but how can we overcome that? How can we? Right? Because maybe we can't like perfectly like cure that anxiety that we feel, but we could take steps to feeling better, be more productive, accepting how things the way they it. are, yeah. right? And not expecting things to be given to us, mm-hmm. right? So um, you know, I'm just kind of curious a little bit, right? And um, you know, what are some things that you know, maybe give you anxiety or things that um, you've ha- you've experienced in the past that were maybe anxiety provoking. Yeah, um, let me answer that in a second. And I just I wanted to, to kind of hit this note, you yeah. know, kind of in um, in whatever. Just piggyback off of what you were saying, and I think the crazy thing about anxiety and just about a lot of things in general in life is that everybody yeah. handles it differently. Yeah, right. So something that might be like really crippling for you that you're anxious about, you know, maybe giving a presentation in college or public speaking or mm-hmm. giving a toast at a wedding or what have you might not be that crippling right. for me, right? Or something as simple as just going out in, in public, you know, in a bar by myself with a lot of people around might give me anxiety and you might flourish or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to just think about that. Right. And you have to almost kind of try to put yourself in other people's shoes to understand that because everybody's different. Mm -hmm. Anxiety Mm -hmm. is completely different for you than it might be for me or whoever's listening to this. It's, it's, it's a challenge that we're all facing. Yeah. 
yeah. whether whether it be something that affects you only in a in a small manner in your life or some people are dealing with it almost on a daily basis and i think that i would say for me the biggest thing that used to give me anxiety was that feeling of like wanting to be accepted mm-hmm. yeah that was a big thing for me i feel like mm-hmm. growing up i was always anxious on like Oh my gosh! Just like this group of people, do they like me? Do they want to hang out with me? Are they going to invite me to to hang out or or go over to this person's house on the weekend or go like, to the big party or whatever it is? Party yeah, or what have yeah. you? Like it was kind of like that anxiety of like mm-hmm. wanting to be included, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like that anxiety has kind of gone by the wayside as I've gotten older and I've gotten more comfortable in my own skin. Um, I kind of want to talk about this for for a minute because yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. a lot of people have struggled with this or are struggling with this in their life mm-hmm. is that anxiety of wanting to be accepted. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I think where I overcame that hump was when I went to St. Ambrose mm-hmm. and I got out of Wheaton and I met hundreds of people that didn't, that didn't know me from first grade, second grade, third grade, mm-hmm. or from sixth grade or from freshman year where I'm still learning and growing and finding who I was. I met a ton of people that just knew me who I was today. Yeah. You know, or back in 2016 or what have you, but like it's a fresh slate. They didn't know who I was in high school or middle school. And I was actually able to not necessarily reinvent myself. It's kind of crazy to think about it, but I was able to take that mask off and just be me. Right. And I started getting comfortable in my own skin and just being me, my goofy, quirky Mm -hmm. self, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. just little bouncy ball that I am as a person. And I think the minute that I took the mask off is when I actually started being able to, I wasn't anxious anymore Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I kind of thought if you're going to like me for who I am, that's great. And if you don't, that's also great. But Mm -hmm. I want Mm -hmm. whatever decision you have about me to be made off of my authentic self. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like my message to the people who are listening to this is like maybe you're struggling with trying to fit in, you know, or maybe you're struggling with, with trying to find who you are as a person. Just take that mask off. Yeah. Take whatever it is off, like the facade off and just be unapologetically you 100% of the time. And that's big. Cause that was a big thing that yeah. gave me anxiety growing up was that just that wanting and just feeling that need to fit in. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, I think in some aspect, the same thing. Yeah. Because growing up too, I mean, having a lot of you know anxiety, I saw a counselor, you know, had a little bit of a, a speech impediment, would stutter a little bit because my anxiety was so high mm-hmm. that I couldn't just, I, I couldn't keep it You together. couldn't get it out. Yeah. It was hard. And sometimes you freeze and it just, it was a very uncomfortable feeling and people notice that and they start to make their, their uh, perceptions of you. Yeah. It's difficult and middle school was tough and high school was a little bit better. And, you know, when you get to college, like you said, it's, it's a fresh start. You're, you're with, for me, playing football, brand new, brand new teammates, people that didn't know me, you know, they're, they're accepting. And it's like it's that, it's that breath of fresh air, mm-hmm. right? And you kind of find out who you are and you figure out who's going to be there for you. But, um, it was hard, man. I mean, growing up just was very difficult. And I'm just, I think, reminiscing on it right now. It's like, that sucked as a mm-hmm. kid. Like, people are, people can be mean. Oh, can 100%. be pretty ruthless. And, you know, I, no wonder why a lot of people have anxiety sometimes because it's like, you're working through some stuff. You're doing everything you can. People don't even know what you're doing behind closed doors. It's yeah. like, what the fuck, What man? you're battling with. You don't know. But you have to show up every single day for yourself and you have to find those little, you know, tools and strategies like we keep talking about and like how you can get a little bit better each day. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause some days like I'm very anxious. Some days I'm great. Some days I, 
maybe in that, that, that medium wavelength of anxiety. And some days I don't have it at all. It's yeah. like, it's an ongoing process of what it is. But I think for me, it was just the biggest thing was, you know, the acceptance piece. Like we all want to be accepted. Yeah. We all want to be liked. We all want to be loved. We all want to be loved. And even if you say, and even if you disagree with that, I mean, take a second to, I mean, think about what you want. Like everything will encompass being accepted by someone, being loved by someone and really being liked by a friend group, a peer, yeah. work colleagues. You just want to, we all want to be accepted yeah. for who we are. 100%. You know? I think one of the the toughest things with anxiety, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. this is just kind of like the way that I'm seeing it right now mm-hmm. is what makes it so challenging sometimes is a lot of the times we get that anxious feeling and we don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like it would be easy if I was like I'm I'm anxious because like I don't know if I like these shoes or whatever and then just yeah. change the shoes. Yeah. Right? Or I'm anxious because, you know, I'm I'm waiting on a text back or what have you, and then you, you run into the person. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's tough because we don't know the the root cause. Mm-hmm. It seems like on paper, like it'd be an easy fix if we knew that, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't. So it's and it's something that can just honestly feel like a big storm cloud over you. And I know that it consumes a lot of people. Totally. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And like what are your thoughts? I, I'm it's, I'm thinking here, and I think there's there's two reasons for that. Is one we're thinking too much of the past, yeah, or we're worried about the future too much. Yeah, I want to read that quote. It's literally right. We're we're literally not living in the present moment. I know, because if that, you think about it, and like this morning, I was at church this morning, and I haven't gone. I've trying to. We talked about this in the pod. Realigning myself with my faith, mm-hmm. and I was just really like. Just being in the moment and listening to the pastor today and the message and everything he says, and you know, one thing he talked about was was angels, mm-hmm. right? And there's you know, uh, you know, there's always a hundred. He said I think it was like a hundred million angels that are just out there, just guiding you along the way. And when you just bow down to whatever higher power you believe in, all those anxieties just you live in like God. You, you live in like God. That's it. You've already you you can't lose when God's in your corner. You can't. You, there's there's no way. You really can't. You physically can't. I want to read this quote. Yeah, go ahead. Let's hear it. It says, anxiety is fear of the unknown future. Depression is guilt from the past. The secret to happiness lies in the present moment. I'm going to read that again. One more time, let's, please. I'm going to yeah. read it again and yeah. let it breathe for a second because yeah. I think that it really carries a significant amount of weight, especially in, in today's society and world that's, mm-hmm. that's very ego-driven like we talked about on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is fear of the unknown future. Depression is guilt from the past. The secret to happiness lies in the present moment. That's a that's a big thing that I have been really trying to mm-hmm. focus on, mm-hmm. especially this year, where I feel like I've been going through a lot, mm-hmm. is just being present in that moment. Yeah, Just be present in it and process those emotions as they're coming. Don't try to... Mm-hmm. Just like set everything aside and bottle it up, or shove it under the rug. Yeah, sh- just mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Just like shush it off to the side, or you yeah. know, just yeah. be really worried about what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or next month. Just really being president, like being not not president, yeah. not president. <laughs> Maybe we'll be president. Who knows? But being present in the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And it's tough. It's the hardest it's thing a, to do. It's a very hard thing to do, especially when you're going through things that are tough. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're going through things that are challenging who you are as a person mm-hmm. or that make you question who you are as a person, you have to just try to remain true to you and stay present in that. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll piggyback off that in terms of what are some tools and strategies like people can use? And I'm going to I'm going to I think something that a lot of people could try is it's it's just like me with church. Right. When you're getting back into church, you have if you throw too much at too much at you, it's, it's going to be it's overwhelming. Done. You're it's done. done. 
So like with feelings and emotions, the beautiful thing about it is it's never permanent. Mm-hmm. Oh, it comes in waves, right? Yeah. And you know, when we talk about instilling habits and building habits, it takes between 21 and 27 days for a habit to become like a, uh, just, um, you know, included within our yeah. lifestyle. So, you know, for me, simple thing you could do is even if you just sit silently for a minute, set a timer for a minute, just sit silently with, with your feelings, mm-hmm. do it for a week. Next week, go to a minute, 30 or two minutes and just gradually build up. Maybe you start to journal a little bit, just your thoughts or maybe some things that you're, you're grateful for. Yeah. Right. Doing those little things and little habits and tasks every day can really help you master being in the present moment. Right. I'm not promised all this is going to work, but here, the, a lot of th- t- a lot of what I find with the, with my work with even students, kids, and people in general, is that people aren't fully committed. Mm-hmm. Is they say they are, they're half in, they're half out. Like you have to really commit, but you can do it in in, in small doses, right? Like if you look at like a college football team, right? I'll talk about when we were at Whitewater. Our end goal was what to win a net, to win. We broke it into phases, right? We want to win a win your win your non conference. Win your conference and then win a national championship. Mm-hmm. But that started, right? One day, one snap, one practice at a time. One and, rep. And exactly. one rep. And we mm-hmm. slowly, gradually built up. And the rest took care of itself. And it's the same way with when you're really trying to invest in your self-development, bettering yourself as a human, really understanding your your body, your mind, your emotions, why things happen. Yeah. Right? But with no game plan, you're not, you're gonna fail. Exactly. You're gonna right? you're gonna be all over the place. All over the place. So those I think are some little nuggets that people can take to try to instill and implement within your life to focus on being more in that present moment. 100%. And I feel like one of the biggest things that I've been really adamant about, especially when I'm going through tougher times where I'm anxious or I'm depressed or or what have you, is letting my ego go down and really leaning on the people that are there for me. Amen. It's big for me, dude. Is I feel like I'm 27 now. I'll be 28 in February. And I feel like for 26 years of my life, 26 and a half years of my life, I tried to do everything by myself. Mm -hmm. And the last year, I've really been okay Mm -hmm. with leaning on people that are there for me. Like, I'm not just going to lean on anybody, but like I called you like a week, week and a half ago. And we talked about some some heavy stuff that I was going through. I'll call my dad or, Mm -hmm. or what have you. And just really being comfortable being vulnerable right and that was a really tough thing for me was being vulnerable because yeah. i didn't want to be seen as weak or a pussy or a bitch whatever right? it may be right or what ha- no exactly yeah. no, i'm a serious but, though huh? for, for real i'm i've just started leaning on people more because i realize that whatever it is that i'm going through i don't have to go through it alone and that just even that thought alone really helps me get through things is that i know i yeah. don't have to do it by myself totally totally and and having like a mentor too mm-hmm. right which we do we have friends we have you know uh, maybe a business colleague who's a mentor yeah whatever it may be like you want to we talk, i just showed you that visual too like you don't want to be the smartest person in the room you don't you don't you want to learn from other people so they can help guide you to make life easier for them in some, yeah. some sense right like sure i mean we want to work hard we want to have all these things but like you also got to learn to work smarter too even on yourself mm-hmm. like be gentle with yourself like gentle gentle be vulnerable like talk to people be open minded with some people right some people will accept that some people won't right so I, but you have to focus on yourself and when you naturally just start to open up people will be respectful they'll be kind they'll hear you they'll listen to you yeah. and they'll offer you some great guidance just in life yeah cuz that's something i need too man because there's um like this these next six months are going to be extremely difficult for me there's a lot of really good things that are happening 
But managing my time, managing where I spend my time and energy, focusing on my mental state of mind. Yeah. Because it, we're all we're like a we're like a machine. Yeah. Right. If, if it just I, continues to yeah. go. Yeah. And if we don't get we don't get proper nutrition, proper sleep, all that fun, all that stuff that we need for us to operate on a day to day basis, I am gonna I am probably gonna fail and have a lot more anxiety than I would if I weren't to prioritize those things in mm-hmm. life. Right. So, you know, it it really starts with, you know. For me, I could think about all oh, these next six months are going to be uh, extremely hard and anxiety provoking, but I got to start with today. I can't worry about the future. It goes back to the quote you just said, right? Yeah. If I focus right on today, tomorrow will be a little bit easier. That's it. If I focus on tomorrow, the day after that will be easier, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to focusing on, oh, I got to close X amount of deals by, by the end of the quarter. End of the yeah, quarter. No, 100%. Like, you can't do that because then your anxiety goes up. It goes up and I can't sleep and then it's just fucking, right. you're and, burning the midnight oil. And yeah, and then you're having a conversation with a potential, you know, business, and it's like, oh shoot, I'm so worried about this sale as opposed to hoping them or what I got to accomplish. Yeah, it just it just plummets. One hundred percent. You know, and I, and I think just kind of kind of going back yeah. to what I had said is, mm-hmm. there's a saying out there that says the strong man is not the one that goes through it by himself, but the one that opens up and goes to the village. That's so powerful, man. That is just that it's so true. And you think, I mean, I like the, I love the analogy of sports because that's so true. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not, I mean, sure, if you do boxing or, or tennis, that's more of an individual sport. However, you're leaning on the coaches and everybody correct. that's training you your team. and the knowledge and your team to, right. that's you're studying and watching right. tape. It's an individual performance, but it's not an individual um, like effort. Which is, I think, um, goes unnoticed. I think a lot of the time. So to your point, same yes. thing with like tennis and all that kind of Absolutely. stuff. Like you're leaning on your coaches and your yeah. managers and your friends yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's only you that goes out there and, and plays and, and does that. But there's every single time that you see like a tennis champ or a golf champ or, or all that kind of stuff, they always give thanks to their team and their family and their support system because they're making the sacrifices too. Amen. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. that's one thing that we have to really realize is it's, is it's okay sometimes to not be okay. It is. But don't wallow in that. Lean on your people. Right. Open up about it. Yeah. Because when I was listening to that the Huberman podcast and they were saying one of one of the, the biggest things about gaining confidence that uh Dr. Dr. Huberman was saying is giving advice. Mm-hmm. Because when you're giving advice, now you're thinking of things in a different perspective and you're also like you're saying it and then you're you're also listening to it. Mm-hmm. Like if you come to me on advice about something and I give it to you, now I'm going to have a different perspective on it. And then now I'm going to feel a little bit more confident about what I gave you advice on and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right. It even goes back to too, right? Like for me, if I'm having a hard time, just going back to listening to the advice we give people mm-hmm. on the podcast. Yeah. Right. Something like that. And I think that's even powerful too. I think for, for myself. Definitely. That's, that's something I do because it's something that we preach, but. We're human. We talk yeah. about this. Like we have emotions and feelings. Yes. If we didn't, I'd be a little bit concerned. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be a robot. I would be a robot. <laughs> yeah. Powering down. <laughs> no. Going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Need charge. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah. No. But one hundred percent. Yeah. But I mean, I, I I do think that just really leaning on on that circle of people that you have in your corner, and I mean, even branching out to new circles. Yeah, we're so weird. I, we are so weird, but that's I what I love it. about I us. Love though. it. I, I love it, man. You know, um, all right. So getting back to D2. No, but seriously. Yeah. Getting back. No, 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 we're good. I mean, I think something else too that, um, I think like, just like another little tidbit too, that was just, as I was going through my mind at church today was you were getting a part of being a part of a new community, being a part of a new community here. Right. So 
I mean, branching out to trying to some new things and doing things with people that you don't know. And that's how you learn too, mm-hmm. right? That's that is exactly how you learn. So did did you go up and talk to the pastor? I did, I, I did talk to him. Jim is his name. Awesome is guy, he? nice guy. Christ Community, Christ Community Church. Yeah. So it's, when you get out of the subdivision, you go right and then you hit a left instead of going right. Like if we're going to the sportsplex, is it that? Is it that big building that's down to the left? Yeah, so you go down to yeah, North on Randall. Okay, yep, okay, it's right, that okay. big, big church on your left over there. Did you meet anybody else in the congregation? I saw someone from work uh, actually there. Really? Yeah, I saw from someone your, from work. From your, okay, from, from my uh, over at, at Thompson. Yeah, I had another teacher there. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it, it, it's it's cool, man. It's um, I was talking to to Tina. Shout out Tina here, and um, I was just. We were like excited, nervous, like because it's new. Like you don't yeah, know anyone. You don't know when you walk into those doors who you're going to see, what's going to be said, what's going to be done. Right. The anxiety. Yeah. Kick, kick props in. to you for, yeah. for getting out there and going to it. I need. Yeah. I need to show up one of these. Weeks. Yeah. Dude, come with man. You're, uh, uh, yeah. All, the, the invites always open as you always, know. Always. You know always, what I mean. Always. But, um, yeah. I mean, we talked about potentially, and we're still on that journey of finding kind of what we want in a church, what community we want. You'll you'll know. We will know when, when you go to it. You'll know. We will. We will. When you find the right one, like you'll know. There'll be no question. Yeah. Yeah. For the, sure. The one thing I do love about that kind of stuff, right, is it's very similar to the gym. Is we're all here mm-hmm. under the same roof at this time on this given day for the same reason. In the present I, moment. It, it doesn't matter, you know, if you're 90 or you're 20 or you're black, white, brown, yellow, green. Right. We're all here for yeah. the same reason. Right. Right. And that's cool. It's amazing. It is amazing. And I think that's, uh, yeah, there was a lot of people when they were, um, when, you know, when with, um, I'm probably going to botch this, but like when the band was on stage, you know, singing the, yeah. uh, the word and everything. And people got really, really, really into it. And like, I love it, that. Worshiping God. It was I've amazing. Al- I've always to see. envied the people that are just yeah. completely immersed in it. Like, no, like there was this couple people up front that were extremely immersed, but was really. I love that. Start with one guy on the far side, front row. Think like maybe a minute later, there is a female on the on the right side, a woman. Yeah, that she was getting into it too. Yeah, and all of a sudden I looked around and there's you know there's five people, ten, Everybody 20, starts 30, just everyone getting into it. It takes one to to start it a does. trend like that. And it was just really beautiful to see everyone just 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 praising praising God and being in that moment mm-hmm. of here. There's no anxiety. There's no fear. There's 100%. no nothing right in that moment. And that's why you know when we focus on the present moment, all all everything subsides. Yeah, it subsides, man. And we're able to think clearly, articulately, and have control. Over our life, yes, which is hard to do. One hundred percent, hard to do every day, man. One, uh, one of the top five songs for my year because I did like the uh-huh. Apple Music. I'm not a Spotify loser. Um, wow, wow! <laughs> I, I know that's going to be taking we'll, shots we'll, at a uh, lot of people that we'll have. To this. Uh, me and <laughs> Jeffrey will have some words off camera. We're going to box off camera. <laughs> um, but the Apple Music Pay-per-view. replay, and it was m- one of my top five songs. I think it was song number three was "Reckless Love" by Corey Asbury, Ooh. which is which is like uh-huh. a. It's like a praise song, mm-hmm. like to the Lord. Yeah, and wow. I, I, you know, it's just I've been. We talked about this on the yeah. show, and yeah. I've been. I've tried to be a lot more adamant about what I'm listening to and what I'm putting into, into my mind and mm-hmm. what I'm consuming. And it was just, it was good to see that on there. Yeah, I love that song, by the way. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm still not happy with the comment he made at me, but it's with all right. Spotify, the Spotify people here, it's all good. And, and I know it's going to be a shot because a lot of the people that are listening to this are on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Apple Music, man. <laughs> wow okay yeah um don't shoot me i'm just the messenger i'm just jeffrey well 
It's been a great run on the Boys Five podcast. It has been here. 23 episodes. <laughs> Shout out MJ. Um, thank you guys so much for all that. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. All the support. Just but. kidding. No, it's um, it's sometimes even being boys. We we have different viewpoints. Yeah, no, of course. And that's okay. At the end of the day, yeah. music is music. Amen. I don't care if it's on fucking yeah. Pandora, yeah. Apple, yeah. Spotify, yeah. YouTube. Google yeah. Music. Right. Music's music. Right. Music is music here. Yeah. Um, and I kind of want to piggyback really quick and then we can transition here is that, you know, if, if you are experiencing any sort of anxiety, whatever aspect you're, that's going on in life, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a friendship or a new job or you're worried about going to a new job or whatever it may be. Yeah. Just just be thankful that you're, you have today. Mm-hmm. Just be thankful. Be, be grateful. Thankful. Be thankful. You know, journal. Take, take the action step. To help better yourself, to help relieve that that anxiety that yeah. you're feeling, I, I really challenge you to do that. And if you guys need any support or help, please reach out to Jeffrey or I. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're here. You know, we we've, we've been through a lot. I we've both have been there, and yeah. it's just it's not fun. But yeah, anything we can do to help you, we're in your corner. We have your back. Most we, definitely, we love you, and we just want you guys to know that you're you're not alone. Yeah, you're not alone in this journey. Whatever it's it may be, the biggest message is the, that you're not alone. Absolutely, and um, you know that's it's it's yeah. So, um. You know, kind of transition here a little bit. I know yeah. it's kind of it's always good to touch base a little bit on some more, um, some deeper, some stuff. deeper stuff. But you know, there's a lot of stuff going on yesterday in the college football oh, world. Yeah. Oh ton, my gosh, ton. we had a ton. I mean, we'll, we'll start with this man. Unfortunately, Whitewater lost to Wartburg quarterfinals. <laughs> we'll start the bad news first. Yeah, they lost 31-28, and then uh, Grand Valley lost seven six seven to six to Harding. It was. Um, Extremely tough. I mean, my brother Trace, shout out Trace, played a phenomenal game. He had, I think, five punts. Longest was 68. Pinned him inside the five-yard line twice. Pinned him inside the five-yard line twice. Wow. Two 60-yard-plus punts. Had a field day out there, booting the ball, and really set the defense up, helped them out tremendously. And, you know, unfortunately, it was one of those days the offense just couldn't get rolling. Yeah. Shout out Harding, though. They had a hell hell of a defense. Shout out Harding. A hell of a defense. They showed up. Showed up. They, they took want, it. They wanted it more, mm-hmm. you know. So, but there was that, and then um, I mean, we had D one, lot of D one, dude. Championship day Saturday, yeah, even wa- Friday yeah, too. Yeah, wa- yeah. Washington oh beat Oregon. Wow, that was Friday night. That was Friday night. I know Florida State did win the ACC, but they're they're not in the football playoff. And then they're not dancing. The SEC was huge. Georgia lost wow. for the first time in like three years. Yeah, to Bama. <laughs> yeah, literally, it was what three seven hundred and fifty-two days or something, something like that. Something bro. insane. They were like statistic. forty-five and two in the last forty-seven games. Kirby Smart, man. Kirby Smart. But he ain't going back for the three-peat. Hard to do. That's what happens when you lose in the last week, man. Yeah, I mean, I think the last team at any collegiate level to do a three-peat is any level. I think was the Wisconsin Whitewater Warhawks, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think two thousand nine, ten, and eleven. That's crazy to think about. It. I really think so. I don't know if there's been any other D1 school. I don't think so. Whitewater, baby. I, I have to look. I mean, don't quote yeah. me here on this. <laughs> I could be Warhawk wrong. up. Warhawk, Warhawk up. Hawk but, up. Um, yeah, that 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 quest for the three-peat. That's wild at Division One, and, and uh, he's not getting it. No. So now, so now they're saying it's going to be Michigan plays Bama, and then it's going to be um, Texas and Texas. Washington, and then the winner in the championship. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm predicting Washington Bama. I don't know. Ooh, okay. You know what would be actually dope though? Yeah. Because the only loss that Alabama had this year was Texas. Yeah, a rematch. Uh, a rematch. That'd be sick. I, I, Do you think Michigan beats Bama? 
I hope Michigan gets absolutely fucking punished. You I think? hate Michigan so much. I'm sorry. They're I was gonna be without Harbaugh, their coach too. No, he coached yesterday. Oh, did he? He's back. Yeah, he's back. I just can't. I, I like preference. I like Ohio State. I'm a Buckeye whoa, fan. Whoa, 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 whoa. Taylor Graham. Wait, wait, Taylor wait. Graham since went there. when? Taylor Graham went there from Wheaton North, baby. He went there for two years. I don't know if you remember uh, Jim Trestle. I'm about came to walk to off school. my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Ohio State. State University, baby. No, but I. Um, <laughs> it's funny. It is funny, but I think we're set for some great games. I think th- I think we are. What I would. What love- if Michigan wins? I do hats love. Off Tom, to I do love Tom Brady. I know you do. I mean, hats off to them. Hats off. I mean, Wolverine. I'm cheering for the opposite team. (laughs) This is, you know, because my dad called me right before we did this, right? The only thing as viewers that we can ask for are three really good games. Agreed. No, I agree. Yeah. You know, like think about the championship last year, Georgia against TCU. What was it like? 85 to three? Literally, it was pretty high. (laughs) It's a snooze fest. I want to watch like down to the final drive in all three of these games because that's what you expect out of the four best teams Mm. is very close football. Like, Small minor mistake in the last minute or something cost the game. Like I want to see that. We do. I yeah. want to see like that thirty-three, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-four type nail biter. Very anxiety provoking yes, game. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Right? I mean, um, yeah, and yes, I do want to see that. I am a little bit excited though for. I think next year that like we talked about, they're expanding the college. Like the eight or play. twelve games. Yeah, I feel it like needs it, to be. It need, there really does need to be. There's so many teams like for this year, like. I mean, you could argue Georgia for, should be slipping Georgia in. Could have Florida been, State, Florida State, maybe Ohio. State. But here's also another know, reason why Florida State's not going in there is because the committee knows Florida State's on like their third, their third string quarterback. I like, know. dude, you're you're gonna get absolutely bent over. I know, but like against like a Bama or a fucking Michigan, bro, you're, it's gonna be fucking forty-five-two. So you mean? You, so let me ask you this then. I, I saw this tweet earlier. Like, yes, that is true. They're under the third string quarterback, but all the hard work they put in the se- the whole season, beating LSU, having a hardest schedule and the hardest schedules, all that's just to the wayside. You're to saying? get to get stretched open. But like for what you're being rewarded though for everything you've been put through the whole season and get to this point. I don't know, man. You got to you still got to play the game though. But you, 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 I'm you just still, saying you still have you to play, play the, the game. game. You are right, but I think they're also thinking about just as far as like the competitiveness, bro, and the true nature of what these games are going to be because you're going to get that TCU Georgia where like yeah you guys have had a great season let's celebrate it but then you're literally going to get like stretched. Well, and yeah, but then I, I think the committee needs to restructure what the this is why they're are. this is why they're going to eight or twelve they, because they, then next year they're they going to get their to, chance because this they're year they're not the Seminoles is not. Sorry. No. no, and I don't, I don't disagree. Like, if they go up against Michigan and how, like, Michigan 26-0 last night against Iowa, nobody wants to watch that, Listen, unless you're a Michigan yeah, fan. Nobody I does. I don't disagree. I just think that if you're going to say something about it, it's either the best teams or you have to have the best strength of, of schedule and resume, then go with it. But, but, but you know I, what but, I'm saying? But I think that is true. Is Florida State one of the top four best teams all around? But yeah, I don't know. But here's the thing, though. You're going based off the requirement from the committee. Which yeah. is what their strength of schedule, who they play, and they they want thirteen and zero. That's true. I'm not saying they but, whether but they we deserve also have to, to be. We also or not. have to look at the strength of their schedule. They played LSU. It was top five at the time. It was no, I know, I know, I know, I know. So I mean, I'm just saying that. I mean, I agree. I think we can agree on like, yes, it is the four best teams. But what I'm saying is that the committee keeps fucking up every single yeah. year. That's do you what I'm do saying. you think that Georgia should have been snubbed? I, I I think Georgia's one of the four best teams. I really do. So you think that they should be in probably what over Bama? I wouldn't say over Bama. I think Who would Bama, they be over? Because Texas beat Alabama. I'd say Texas or Washington. In personally, Texas or Washington. Whoa! I'm just think? saying. How could you? How could you snub 
like a team like Washington. How could you snub a team like Florida State? They but, went but, undefeated but, when they But I think, I think that Washington had a tougher schedule. Sure. They beat Oregon twice, who has like a Heisman top candidate with Bo Nix. Could be. One of the yeah. best teams in the country. They beat them twice. Right. Right. But then you're looking at, too, like who's undefeated, one, one lost teams. They're all talking about all these one lost teams and everything. Yeah. Well, then Florida State should be this, over. This, this, this is, is why it gets really hairy. It gets really hairy. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there's so many. It's just it's frustrating. It's 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm just excited for this team. What I think they should do. This is what I think they should do. They will never, ever do this, but they should do what Division two and Division three do. You play 10 games. Right. Yeah. You win your conference. The best teams get in a sixty-four team playoff format. Holy fuck! And then you so play, like like, basketball. like high school, like high school, or like exam. March Madness. Yes, sixty-four. Like, why not? They'll they'll never do that. They'll I, never do it. I don't it's think too they many will. games. I get that. And they, they're also worried about the bowl games. Too. I I understand that too. I get they have that. sponsors and all that right. kind of stuff. But you could still sponsor up. the those games too. No, I'm I saying. know. I'm just saying. You I, also like the more games that you add, bro. It's like injuries and shit. <laughs> And they have to be adamant about that. But, but here's the thing, though, too. You're playing 15 games. They already play 13, 14 games anyways. It's just one oh, more Oh, yeah, game. yeah. You're right. It's the you're same right, thing. You're right. So cut it, cut it off at 10. Right. And cut then, off at and 10. Then, okay. That's, that's, what I, that's what I would love mm-hmm. to see. I mean, if it's, that, it's really interesting to see where they're going to take this over the next couple of years. They could go so I know many that ways they've needed more than four. Four, I don't know whose idea it was. For to, a decade, too, for, they've been doing that? Yeah, that's for a college crazy. football playoff, four teams. It's insane. I, I mean, the first one, I think, was 2014. Yeah, so it's coming up on a decade. Yeah, and Alabama. What, was, when, are, when are the games? Is it next weekend, or is there a break and it's no? Two weeks? Uh, they play. They got two weeks. They play on New Year's Eve. What the fuck? It's always been New Year's Eve, bro. Yeah, that's not two weeks, bro. That's three four. three weeks. No, yeah, they they they. I'm quote me. I check. You can check if you want. I'm ninety nine percent sure oh, they do everything. I was gonna say normally it's around the New Year. So the, the college third. Fo- college football playoff will be the thirty first. Jesus or New Year's Day, I forgot one of the two. I th- I'm pretty sure it's New Year's Eve or th- December 31st. No, you're probably right. Dude. And then, and then a week and a half after that, they play the national championship. It's usually been that every single year. That's what they typically do. So they have a month to prepare, and then they play, which is too much time in my opinion. And then they have a week and a half to prepare for the national championship. Who wins those games on New Year's Eve? They've always done that. It's crazy. So I remember watching every year. We're always on our family vacation over Christmas. Always New Year's Eve. We always watch the bowl games. Yeah, bro, you're right. It says uh-huh. the CFP National Championship presented by AT&T will be played on January 8th. Yeah, championship, right? And then when's college football? One of the first games? I don't, I don't December know. December 31st? I guarantee you that's what it is. So It has the time on here, but it doesn't have the date. That's crazy. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay, so we have no college football like football playoff for like another four weeks. Yeah, almost. but we'll have all the bowl games in between, though. I, mean, I know, I, I know, I hear you. That, it's bro. football, though. Pe- pe- I'll be honest, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't care, but I think some of our viewers, they <laughs> no, some th- of them might, some of them might. might. I'm, I'm not, I'm not shitting on it, but for, for me, sure, I have, I have no team in the race, like no, right. no horse in the race. So right. well, we're also not betting. Some people like to bet in these bowl games too, and I get it. I mean, it's something that you guys enjoy. But for college football playoff, it won't be here until the end of December. Yeah, That's holy great. shit. No, it's New Year's Day. Yep, it's New Year's Day. See? It's New Year's Day. There it is. Yep. Jan 1. Alabama and Michigan play on New Year's Day yep. at 4 o'clock. And then 7.30. And then Texas and 7.45, yep. Texas See? and Washington. Usually how it goes. Wow. Yeah. It's nuts, right? I did not know that. I was like, oh my God, like we got football playoff next week. Like I'm hyped up. Nope. NFL, <laughs> NFL sucks. I know. For now, what, once playoffs comes, it, it, it I enjoy I NFL love it too, playoff. but I just, I don't know why this year I just felt like the NFL sucks. It's hard to get. I don't know why. Get, I don't know what it is. Either. I have not. I have had no urge to watch any football. No. I think literally I've only watched like two or three games, and it's only because I've gone to like cross town with friends, yeah. and the game has been on, and like that's why we go there. 
I I have a, a possible reason why. Because Tom Brady retired. The GOAT's done. I, I really do think well, so. Honestly, I do. I, I honestly do think that I that's think true because so. I watched every single game of Tom Brady's. And it was because I said when Tom Brady retired that my heart was going to fall to Chicago and the fucking Bears blow. So I have no – there's no reason to watch that dog yeah. shit. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I mean, there's – and maybe we can, we can maybe get on this in another episode, but I I have a I have some hope, a little bit of hope, a little hope. I, there's a lot of things that I think people are overlooking with the Bears. It's and the coaching, bro. I think the coaching, the yes. play calling is dog shit. Why are you Correct. running the ball on third and nine? Correct. The, Why the play calling is terrible. Let Justin scramble. Let him do something. Get out of the pocket. Create space. Yeah, I think the hardest thing is that here's a, this is what I think we we're still a couple pieces away. We need we need a center. We need Marvin Harrison Jr. I think we need another. Well, he might another stay. At, he might stay at Ohio State, bro. He said he might go back to Ohio State for another oh, year. Was that what he said? Yeah. Oh, I I didn't hear that. Yeah. He's like he's like I can make plenty of money in the NIL. He could also make thirty six million, being the first overall pick by the Bears if they take him. I'm just saying. I mean, I get he's going to get paid regardless, bro. Wherever he and they, goes, and they also have unfinished business. Like those are his brothers at Ohio State, True. and they lost to Michigan. Right. The Ohio State. <laughs> the Ohio State. It, it's going to be interesting though, even with Caleb Williams and all them too. What are they going to do? Now the NIL is out there. You can make a boatload of money. So it's like, let's think about this. Yeah. Are you are you over Justin Fields? No, I'm 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 with Justin Fields. I honestly am. So I, so you don't you don't want them to be trying to draft like fucking Caleb Williams why, or something? Let me. Why 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 would we draft him? Let me ask you that. Well, I'm saying if they're over yeah. Justin, I wouldn't. Well, like think like about trade it. Justin whatever for another pick or some some something else or some other players. So and then take Caleb and then maybe take Marvin. I, I, I don't like that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, first of all, we've never been able – we never had the right coaches in place. We yeah, never we, have. We haven't. We had never have. I mean, 2018, we had arguably the best defense Chicago's had in a long time. Offense was playing really well. We still didn't even have the best coaches around us. Yeah. We had the players. We didn't have the coaching. Though, yeah. Right? It's the same exact thing. Like, we're, we, ha- we have some – if you look at our roster, we're young. We have some dogs. No, 100%. But we're not – they're not in the right place. Like, Fields, and you, you can – can hate on this or you cannot hate on this i i think he's very good i think he is he has great talent i think th- i think you can compare him to lamar jackson where they 100 percent out of college and lamar just kept going up going up going up progressing you have to let him go out there and ball how he wants to ball run around scramble he, he's only rushing a couple times a game play to your players exactly strengths. we talked about that before in here and, and why the fuck are you running on third and ten? Why are you throwing a rocket screen five, 20 times, or whatever the number was, against the Vikings? And it's like you get negative. I don't know. That's another yeah. thing. So, I mean, we can go on and on about this, but I think... Bears blow. Bear, bears blow this year. I'll be honest. They suck. I think a lot... I, I a do lot f- of teams fucking suck, dude. Minnesota sucks. The Patriots, bro. Belichick. Patriots, yeah. Shout out Jordan Bobo. I'm sorry, bro. Sorry, Bobo. Patriots fucking blow. Fucking blow. <laughs> and he... Because he, he said something to me at the gym, and he was like... <laughs> He was like, dude, I started laughing so hard because it was when we had like the Indy and the Patriots game on while we oh were recording God, that's right. two or three that. weeks ago. And just randomly, I'm like, Mac Jones fucking sucks ass. <laughs> so bad, dude. How can you even draft him, bro? I don't even know. I'm glad the Bears didn't take Well, here's him also the thing, too, is these guys coming out of college is you don't know how the how the game is going to translate. Dude, it's so tough. I honestly thought that Trevor Lawrence was going to be the biggest bust coming out of college. Not doing that great. I know. He's not doing that great, dude. But it's like you look at a guy like Manziel or you look at a guy like Baker Mayfield. I feel like one of the only the only quarterbacks who like really was a stud in college that's transferred over to the NFL is Jalen Hurts. I was and, just and, going to say that. Yes. Jalen Hurts and kind of Tua. Tua's been balling out. Tua's been balling. I think people hate on Tua, but I but then again, 
He's maybe not the best quarterback, but look at look at his system. He has Mike McDaniel's, who's an offensive-minded guy. And they have a fucking ton of weapons. Have you been watching the Hard Docs? No, I need to watch you that. You need to. I need to. I think the third episode's coming out on Tuesday, okay. dude. It's good. The one thing you just said, though, that I, I think— Jalen Hurts? No, with, with the Miami situation is that Tua, is he's not, he's not an elite quarterback. Mm-hmm. Justin Field is not an elite quarterback. But you surround him with the right pieces, you can be a well above average. You, you can elevate it and take I'm risks. Just, I'm just saying, like if throw you, the ball deep, make fa- make plays. Marvin go Harrison, for it. DJ Moore. I'm just saying. I mean, I'll, people can knock it if you want. That's completely fine. We all have our own opinions yeah. on that. But do you want to really, really want to reset the quarterback again in Chicago? Yeah. I, I mean, I I think, I think I think stay true with Justin. Bring in Marvin. Yeah. Get those fucking dog shit coaches out get of there, out, and man. somebody who's going to be risky, like a McDaniel's, or like a. You need to get like a young hotshot in here that wants to take risks. Give me in Jim Harbaugh, baby. Yeah. Give me Harbaugh in from Michigan. Yeah. You know? But seriously, though, I yeah. just, I don't I know. know, man. It'll be interesting. So Who I mean, in the AFC is going to beat the Chiefs? Because if the Chiefs win another Super Bowl, dude, like in this dog shit era of football where mediocrity is kind of the, the common theme, yeah. I'm never going to watch an NFL game again. I, I'm, I'm sorry, dude, but Patrick Mahomes is not Tom Brady. Uh, I, think the, I, I think the only team that legitimately can is the Ravens. That can, I can give them a battle. The Bills suck. Bills suck. Allen's back. overrated. Allen is overrated. Burrow, I don't know what's, but he's been on his knees oh, he, all year. Well, he's, he's Justin out the rest Herbert, of what the fuck? He, he, Justin You're Herbert's struggling. always been mid, though. I hate to say it. He's thirty and thirty in his career. That's crazy. I mean, and he's he's got a cannon for an arm, but he's 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 mid. Say, I hate to say it. I I really Who else think on the AFC. I mean, the Steelers are being sneaky right now. Can you trust Pickett? I don't know. Can you trust Pickett in like a fucking AFC championship game at Arrowhead against Patrick Mahomes? No. I, I, think, I, I see that game being like 37 to 6. I think they'll like the Ravens right now. I really do. I mean, Miami maybe, but they haven't played any good teams yet either. I don't know. The NFL is so weird this year like we talked about. I know. Who the fuck knows? Maybe Miami. Tyreek is so good. But the thing is about Tua is he fucking he chokes. They'll throw like four picks, bro, in the AFC Championship game, and they'll lose. It should be interesting to see. NFL sucks. See what comes, man. I love baseball. I love baseball. I can't wait. Shohei, bro. Shohei. I want him to come to Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. (laughs) Did we talk about Nikki Lopez? No, we didn't talk about Nikki Lopez. Dude, Nikki Lopez. So, you know, you went to Naperville Central. I played against him at Wheaton North. He just got uh, traded to Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Amazing. My my dad and my brother are huge fans, and they were talking about the trade on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I was like, "Wait, Nicky Lopez from the Braves? Because he was on the Royals, and then he got traded to the Braves." Did not know that. And I then he, the Royals, he was playing, mm-hmm. and he got he came in as like a pinch runner, bro, like in the Braves in the in the MLB uh, postseason. Oh really? Oh wow. Oh yeah. Man, and I remember seeing him on actually. TV, and I was like, I was literally in Chicago with with my team, and I was like, Yo, I played against that guy. Yeah, I know this guy. Like I know this guy. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's fucking awesome that he got traded coming back hometown Chicago it's to amazing. the White Sox. Yeah. He's gonna be starting middle in. I, I don't know if he's gonna be playing short or second, but that's gonna be fucking dope, dude. It's gonna be sweet. That's dude. huge for him. Yeah, he went coming to back to the hometown like yeah. that's every kid's dream. I know. It's like Io DeSumo on the Bulls. He's yeah. from Chicago. You know what I mean? D Rose too when he was there. It's mm-hmm. that's so cool, man. I I, lo- I love the homegrown guys. Yeah, homegrown. You know? Homegrown baby. Yeah, love it. Love it, dude. Well, get into that steak, my boy. Get into that steak, baby. But, wow. Yeah. We wanted to thank you guys yeah. so much for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. This has honestly been a good episode. We got deep. We talked a little, you know, a little sports and this mm-hmm. and that. Um, I hope that you guys had a great, yeah. you know, listen to. We had a great conversation about anxiety, which I think a lot of people are struggling with. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff that we talked about, people need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, please let us know. Reach out to us. We're here to support, here to help. Let us know how we can be, uh, yeah. you know, a supporter in your world, man. We but, really appreciate the support day in and day out, amen. every single week. As you guys know, new episodes every single Tuesday. Yes. Swipe up, swipe up, swipe, swipe up, up, baby. Go get it, swipe <laughs> up. My brother will catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.